welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Hey guys, buddy C, welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Marla and Tina and Zach and Dan and Craig so far. There's Amy. I've got the beep on so I can tell when people are in the waiting room. Hello, Amy. You timed that just right. Perfect. We were just finishing. Good. I hope you have a great day then. Bye. (laughs) Before topic, let's talk about our, the meetings that we know of that's going on. Marla, you're still, y'all are still doing the Monday through Friday. Yeah. Noon. I'm sorry, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And dailyrecoverymeeting.com. Dailyrecoverymeeting.com. And I will put that URL in the notes. Then we have the the fourth dimensioners, 9 p.m. Eastern online meeting of AA that is every night at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can get there by going to uh zoomaameetings.com or you can you can go to the intergroup link and they've got meetings 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anytime you need a meeting, that's one of the benefits of COVID really are all the meetings that we have now. I can sit and go to a meeting 24 hours a day if I wanted to. It's unbelievable, really. I can be in touch with another drunk at any moment of any day if I so desire. Recovery really is at our fingertips now when it was not so before, or I did not know it was so before. It may have been there the whole time and I didn't know it. That's one of the gifts that we've gotten from COVID, really. And now we have this meeting that we all started back in March. I think the 15th of March, Amy, will be our anniversary. So we'll have to do something special for the anniversary. And I had no idea that, you know, after a few months, I thought we were going to be done with that thing. It's taking a life of its own. We have a group conscience now. We have different people that chair every night. I mean, it's just it's just doing its own thing. And it's wonderful. Uh, and it's a great resource. And we've had people come in there and get sober in the meeting online, get a sponsor, work the steps, and have never gone to a live meeting, as far as I know. Uh, maybe a meeting or two here or there, but never worked the steps and just a number of people now that we're starting to get. It's really been a gift in some ways. It really has. All right. Man is born in Tao. Fishes are born in water. Man is born in Tao. If fishes born in water seek the deep sh- uh, shadow of pond and pool, all their needs are satisfied. If man born in Tao sinks into the deep shadow of non-action to forget aggression and concern, he lacks nothing. His life is secure. So the moral of the story is all the fish needs is to get lost in water. All man needs is to get lost in Tao. Pull a Marla. I'll do your Marla. That's that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Comments? 
I was relating this to the 36th chapter or verse of the Tao Te Ching. And I'll read it right quick. This is the MacDonald translation. If you want something to return to the source, you must first allow it to spread out. If you want something to weaken, you must first allow it to become strong. If you want something to be removed, you must first allow it to flourish. If you want to possess something, you must first give it away. This is called the subtle understanding of how things are meant to be. The soft and pliable overcomes the hard and inflexible. Just as fish remain hidden in deep waters, it is best to keep weapons out of sight. Or one of the other translations says, fish cannot leave deep waters. Uh, and the country's weapons should not be displayed. Uh, let your workings remain a mystery to show people the results. There's a correlation between fish remaining um, out of sight in the deep part of the water and man in the Tao. You know, there's this relationship between the two. Any thoughts on that? I, I'm not understanding the relationship between fishes are naturally born in water. They're naturally, they naturally seek the depths, to, at least for survival. And humans, this is telling us to hide our weapons, two totally different things. That one's a natural habitat and one is completely unnatural. Let me, uh, let me read a quote from Wayne Dyer on this chapter, talking about um, the metaphor of fish leaving the deep water. When they try to examine the surface and see the big world beyond those depths, the little guys no longer endure because they're captured by a net. Hence, you find the great lesson of the 36th verse. Stay under the radar and you'll outlast all who strive to be recognized. When you shift to this viewpoint, your desire for obscurity will surpass your need to be seen as strong and above everyone else. And you won't end up all alone in your trophy room. I think this is way more to do with pride and ego and lack of humility than it is physical weapons. Um, you know, for me, coming into recovery... I had to let go of me, 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 I, 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 give me, give me, give me, I want, I want, I want. And I had to shift my focus to how can I help you? How, what can I do for you? And that goes along with um, if you want something, if you want to possess something, you must first give it away. So I wanted to, I wanted nothing more than to be loved. So how do I, end up being loved. I have to first show love. That stay, that's remaining in the deep water uh, for a fish. If you're doing the fish analogy, uh, the fish looking outside of the water and seeing what all is out there out beyond his reach is when he gets caught. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point, you know, is that, that he's up, you stay, you know, all a fish has to do is get lost in the water, not get all, 
you know, not get caught up in all these external things, but just lost in what's there around them. And says the same thing with us. All we need to do is get lost in the Tao, which for me, I could say that would mean getting lost in love, getting lost in what I can do for you instead of what you can do for me. If I go back to that simple little phrase, because I can relate it back to that. Um, and it's interesting. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I, just what Marla was talking about, having, having the weapons and that on display. I, I look back at the 22nd verse, um, where part of it is, is um, part of it talks about, um, one of the translations is, abide in your simplicity, though you're not on display. See all things are shining in bright and marvelous array. If you do not boast or brag, everyone will hold you high. If you do not argue, you will prevail thereby. Only see you are complete and all things have come to you, overcome by giving up. All except you're in a view. Um, so it's not about putting everything on display. It's not about saying, look at me, look at me, I can do this. It's about letting go, right? Yeah, it's, it's about that letting go and having that, that level of humility just to, just to do without expectations. Again, it's just, um, we'll know that we, we get more by giving. And I think a lot of that comes from that, not having weapons on display. It's a case of, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm available, I'm willing. Now, I don't expect anything to turn. Like back to the man is born in Tao, it says that uh, if man is born in Tao, he sinks into the deep shadow of non action. And I was thinking, well, how do you do that? And the next line, I think, says that tells us how we forget aggression and concern. So it's telling us how to sink in, how to sink down in, the, how to go deep, in other words. <laughs> because the whole point is, how do we go deeper into this? How do we get lost in the Tao? How do we get lost in the water? And not be concerned with those things that out that are outside of our grasp that, you know, when you think about it, when a fish gets out of water, it's totally, it's dying every second that it's out of water. So there's nothing out there that's good for the fish, even though the fish might be curious and want to see all of that's kind of the analogy that I draw from it for us the same way. We get up toward the surface and we start looking out and seeing we know none of those things are ever good for us. If you even wanted to relate it to drugs and alcohol or or, you know, seeking things or whatever analogies or, you know, you wanted to put on that pursuing our fears and our character defects, whatever the case, that's all those things that are outside of the pool. And the closer we get to them and try to watch them, the more likely we are to get caught. So how do we do it? We forget aggression and concern. And for me, it's, and it says, if I do that, I lack nothing and my life is secure. And there, therein lies like always the paradox of these, of the Tao. It tells you like this is it's so simple to to be this, but the per, the paradox is it, it's so fucking hard to do it, which is my complaint because our our ego or psyche or we have to surrender. And the last thing we want to do is surrender, Marla. Last thing I want to do our ego abandon our ego. Yeah, Dan. The question was, okay, well, how do we sink into the deep shadow of non-action to forget all that stuff? Well, I feel like we have some instructions in the big book on page 84. 
basically, it says uh, we're supposed to continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. So I know that what I'm straying into the shallow, <laughs> not if, but when, uh, selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear crop up. Um, and then to sink back into the deep shadow of non-action to forget aggression and concern, what do I do? Well, it was pointed out to me that this is the procedure. Uh, number one, when these crop up, I ask God or the Tao to remove them at once. And then I can discuss them with somebody immediately and make amends quickly if I have harmed anyone. And then I can resolutely turn my thoughts to someone I can help. And so then love and tolerance becomes my code. But then also we can, uh, I came across this in the Yijing today, uh, number four. And it basically says, um, if we, tr if, okay. If we truly look for and strive to comprehend these larger lessons and they're, it's referring to, you know, lessons that we experience in life. Um, we gain mastery over fear, doubt, and anxiety. And then we can learn from the study of, you know, the principles to live in a state of understanding, contentment, and acceptance. So I feel like that's how we swim back to the, the deep end. Um, we do the, the stuff on, so it's like this, this thing, right? It's like, okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking towards the bullshit. And then I'm doing something about it. And then I'm looking forward in the opposite direction towards the Tao and then principles in order to basically what I'm doing is I'm doing a 180. I'm going from yin all the way to yang and back again, right? Like I'm just going back uh, the way the, the way I was going, um, which, uh, yeah, so I, I, th I think we know. I mean, how do we do that? Well, we have a, we have a procedure, which is kind of cool. You know, and it, for me, it, 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 my prayer changed, you know, it changed from God help me to God, who can I help? And when it made that shift, then I just naturally went back toward the deep end <laughs> because me helping someone is taking me there. That is what that's the anchor that just, just takes me there. Yeah, I feel like that's where we're at originally. Right. And. And our, our ego, the doubt, the fear, and the anger, like they're distractions from our original nature, which is in the deep end. <laughs> like my alcoholism was this big distraction from my original nature, which is love, tolerance, compassion, empathy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and what happens for me is all of that, my character defects and all those things. For me, is that those are those things that I, if I'm paying attention to them, I'm coming to the surface and I'm looking outside. It's like the difference between me looking outside of me for my solution rather than within for my solution. Kind of seems to be a, the same for me, too. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I like this fish analogy because truly if the fish stays in deep water, it doesn't get caught. You know, not by the net. You know, something else I'm thinking about is um, outward appearances are not inward reality at all. I had to, and, and talking about the fish and, and how they're not protected if they're in the shallow water 
um, because of all the other things, you know, external forces, um, things that could could get to the fish and, and harm the fish or kill the fish. So is it like that with us? You know, when we are so superficial and so living on the surface of our active alcoholism or drug addiction or both, you know, all of those external things are, are keeping us in harm's way. And we come into recovery and we have to concede to our innermost selves. We have to dig deep, deep waters, right. To get to our innermost self where that is the ultimate surrender and the ultimate place of, of where God consciousness is. Then we start realizing we had the solution the whole time and just didn't know it. Right. Yeah. I like that. It's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Zach, what do you have, sir? Anything? Uh, sure. Yeah. I was thinking about, um, yeah, I I was thinking about what, what Marla said earlier, whether this is how she was thinking about it or not, but she mentioned, um, how, you know, the, the verse says, you know, fish are born into water. Man is born into Tao. This is this is the natural state. Of, she said th- her phrase was, it's the natural state of things. It's the natural way that things are. Things are that way already. You don't have to make them that way. And I know for me personally, like even, even right now, we're asking the question and it's a good question, you know, like how, how do you get into the deep water? How do you, how do you, how do you get lost? Nobody gets lost on purpose. It's hard to do. I mean, I've been lost a bunch of times, but I was never really trying to get lost any of those times. I just wound up that way. You know, fish are born into water and they just start swimming. They're not like doing depth calculations. They're not getting out their calculator and making judgments about things. They're just swimming and on they go and Sometimes they get lost and sometimes they wind up somewhere where they shouldn't be and they turn around and go the other way. But there's, there's not a whole lot of plan to it. I don't think. And that's, that's hard for me to, uh, to internalize because I am constantly, constantly looking for the thing that's like, you know, enlightenment or, salvation or a breakthrough or some kind of way where it's like this is the thing that I I've got it figured out and I don't have to figure it out anymore and I'm starting to wonder if it's just not there you know like if you if you go back to what you were just saying if we had it the whole time then you know once you believe that then then what's next what do you do you just be uh, and maybe we should say instead of how do we get into the deep water, it's how do we return to the deep water? Maybe that might be a better way to say it, Zach. You, I think you're right. I think we came out of that and we left it and didn't even know it. You know. And really, there's we you know we find out there's nothing to accomplish. There's no, you know, there's nothing to receive. There's there's only things to surrender. Seems to be. You know. I, I was reminded, and we were, I think we talked about this a while back, 
that it's like a, a child that you give a present and they just play with the box. They don't play with the the, pre, the gift, the real gift. They just play with the box. And you're like, you're missing the whole point of this. You've got this whole thing, but you're just concerned with the box, you know? And it's yeah. kind of like that in a lot of ways in that we have all of this, but we just play with the box. We don't even get to what's really there, you know? Uh, I don't know. It's, um, uh, it's a lot to realize and just you know, once you see it, it's, I think you can see it. And then you, then you start learning how to just let go so you can just live in it. And I think that's the, the non-action part of that is that there's not anything to attain anymore. I, I just think it's, I think it's really interesting how this is one, one of the, uh, one of the few chapters or verses or, or whatever they're called uh, that, you know, they just, it has the the moral right there at the end of it. You know, what's it all mean? It tells you right there at the very end, just gives you the whole summary. All the fish needs is to get lost in water. All man needs is to get lost in Tao. And I just think like, like when you think about a fish getting lost in water, it seems impossible. You know what I mean? They're already there. They're already, they're already doing what they do they don't there's nothing else to do just being fish and then uh but then like when you when you try to move that analogy over to people all of a sudden especially yourself you know myself it's there's a lot of things we need to do to get it right you know and it it's uh at least according to this we are, it's already the same way. We were born into the Tao, just doing what we do, just like fish born into water, do what they do. That's, I mean, surely there's something else there, but that's, that's a whole lot for me to wrap my head around. That's, the, that's all there, that's the point, Zach, is that that's all there is, is <laughs> just get lost in the Tao. There's not, you know, 15, you know, formulas and, you know, you know, all these other things we have to do and levels to attain and <laughs> all of this, it's just getting lost in the Tao. Now, the question is, how do we just simply get lost in the Tao? That's the whole that's the whole question. Similar to how a fish gets lost in water. How do we get lost in the Tao? Well, Man. I have a question. Yeah. So let's assume that maybe I do get lost in the Tao. What's in it for me? I'm an alcoholic, man. I got to know. Why should I do that? As long as you're concerned with what's in it for you, <laughs> you're in the net. You're caught. <laughs> right. Well, okay, okay, yeah, enjoy. but like peace and joy. Yeah, well, so like at the at the same time, like yeah, that's right. I, I agree with that. Like the point is, there is no point. But there, uh, uh, you know, a couple of times, you maybe maybe I've been through a couple of times where I've realized that, yeah, that's all I need to do is just get lost in the Tao. I mean, not in those words, but just, you know, the walking the path means I'm walking the path type shit, right? Like just do it. But there's certain things that actually happen to me as I start doing it. Like what happens when I get lost in the Tao? Well, I could say nothing, but that's not what else. I, but I could also say things that I've experienced mm -hmm. as a human, um, as an expression of the Tao in human form. 
um, I, <laughs> what I get to experience. Um, like, so I've spent like 40 years creating separation between me and others. I get a reunion when I can actually feel connected, connected in one, then that's like totally opposite of what I was feeling before. So that's cool. I get this feeling of being able to be creative, like not in a artsy way, but creative in a, in a allow me to mold and shape the universe in any way that I see fit kind of way. Um, and when I'm lost in the Tao, I, you know, like I'm a, I'm a person, right? So I'm not talking anything about like, Oh, I'm in another dimension or some shit like that. I'm just like, practically speaking, like when I, you know, I think of somebody and all of a sudden they'll pop up in my life or I want something good to happen for somebody. And all of a sudden, like something good happens for that person. That's the shit. Um, that's the kind of stuff I feel like. So is there a point to that? No, there's not a point, but fuck man, it's enjoyable. You know, that's the point. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, hey, look at the first three steps. Okay. The first step is about physical unmanageability and that you're powerless to handle your situations. Okay. Yeah. Physically, things going on. It's the way I see it. The second step is inner insanity because insanity is within and it's seen as unmanageability outside in step one. Okay. So, and the third step is turning more of my will and my life over to the care of this power that we don't understand so that's the ultimate goal for me of the whole thing is more of my life being under in out of my control and my care so i don't have to run it i don't have to even be concerned about it i have to even turn the concern of those things is the way it the way i interpret it is the goal so that i just live life yeah without care without concern okay that's that's kind of the point for me and so in every one of my interactions, learn to be a giver in that interaction, which we can all do that. Every action, interaction we have with somebody, including this one we're having right now, we can either be a giver or we can be a taker, you know, in everything. So learning to be the giver in more and more of my life, in more moments of my day. I think that's what living in the Tao and that is about. And that's what gives me the peace and joy is by letting go of my ambition and my concern and my aggression, as this talked about. And I don't have a reason to be aggressive. There's nothing to prove. There's nothing to accomplish. No fight. You talked about page 84, 85. It talks all about the fight being gone and. All of that, and it's this ease and flow of life, you know? Is that what you had, Amy? Were you going to talk about it? Go ahead. Yeah, we have ceased fighting anyone or anything, yeah. even alcohol. Right. And, um, yeah, I was I was a really angry person when I got here. Um, I still have some of those human being emotions sometimes, but what I don't do is I don't act aggressively when I have them. Um, and it's, it really is Marlon mentioned paradox. It really is such a paradox that what, what the concept of simplicity is, right? This is a very simple concept, but for me as a human being who I've spent so many years making it complicated, 
and it and it being complicated by external forces, other people, other people's perception of what really should be or should not be. Um, and and it's it is a, a journey of getting back to you were talking about the child playing with the box and and you know a child just knows that he or she's going to be fed and clothed and taken care of. And why can't I intuitively know that I'm going to have all of my needs taken needs taken care of. And it seems so hard to get back to that place, even though I realize that's the ultimate goal is to be at that place. It, it, I think so too. I've got a I've got a real life example of what it would mean to get lost in the Tao. I was working with a sponsee uh doing his uh ninth step and uh he could not he was having difficulty with his mother, anger with his mother, and a lot of, you know, things from years and years. And, you know, we all have things to straighten out and when we start doing our eight and nine steps and all those things. And I said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to say every morning that you would not change your mother, even if you could. He's like, but I would. I said, it doesn't matter. Say it. You don't have to mean it. Every day, uh, when you think about your mother and any anger you have towards your mother, just say, you know, I would not change my mother even if I could. And start being grateful for your mother. Make a gratitude list in association with your mom. You know, and start working on gratitude and stopping trying to change and that push, you know, uh, that resistance. And he was doing this and his mother texted him about something political and they were on the opposite ends of the political spectrum, <laughs> of course, you know, and so, you know, and all of that. So he said, you know, he says, I just text her back. I love you, mom. He says, and it's the last thing I wanted to do, but I just did it. I'm like, really? He said, yeah. I said, what happened? He says, I felt better. <laughs> I said, exactly. That is a real life example of how this works. He got relief by showing love instead of fight and resistance and all those things that we, you know, aggression, you know. Taking contrary action to the way I feel. Yes. I was amazed when he did it. I I didn't expect him to do that, you know, because that was only last week. He'd only been doing that a few days, you know. I said, now you see this works. He said, yes, it does. I said, yeah, just keep at it. It's all, you know, we already have the solution within us. It's already here. We just have to accept it and surrender to it. We already have everything we'll ever need. Hmm. That's good. How else do we get lost in the Tao? What can we do? We can use gratitude to get lost in the Tao. We can use random acts of kindness, yes, sincerity, honesty, <clears throat> gratitude. I, I do random acts of congratulations, self congratulations. <laughs> yeah, no, random acts of no, just in, in one of the recovery, well, the recovery elevator groups. Um, we, we have a Sunday roll call. So I keep an eye out for people that are celebrating different days, like seven days, 14 years, just whatever. And I like to throw out little congratulations there just to kind of boost them and just to bolster the confidence and just, just give them that little bit of, you know, somebody's noticing what I'm doing. And there's always one person 
in one group who always likes the post first. So I just put a random act of congratulations saying, congratulations, such and such for liking the last post that I put up first. And do you know what they're like? Do you know what? Nobody ever notices me. And I'm like, oh, don't, 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 don't play this one on me. You know, but I think just noticing people, it's something else that I used to do as well is um, I would um, I would put a little post out and I would get the, the insights on it just to see who was who was liking it. And you're always looking for the people that you never see or the, the people you always see that you never hear from. So I was, I was just putting little shouts out for people, just asking how they're doing. And I think around about the 93rd person, you know, they were saying, do you know what, I'm really struggling. I'm glad you I'm glad you asked because I didn't know how I didn't know how to reach out to people. And just just by doing that, just by just by seeing people, I, I think getting lost, getting lost and not not looking for not looking for everybody to ask how I'm doing, but to ask how other people are doing and genuinely mean it. Because we've all we all know that there's people that, that will turn around and say, So how are you? And you'll say, Yeah, I'm fine. They're like, No, no, but how really are you? Really? Really, how are you? You mean am I still drinking? Am I struggling? Is there something I'm going through that I want to talk about? But we, we never do that. We never. Sometimes All you have to do is just be available, Craig. That's it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know, when we have that intuitive nudge, we all get it. Yeah. I think it's important as well that while we're talking about getting lost in things, not everybody that's lost wants to be found. I'm quite happy. I'm, I'm quite happy getting involved in my own thing, and I don't get distracted from it from doing from doing this and that. You know, I'm quite happy doing. I'm quite happy doing the studying that I'm doing. I'm quite happy doing the program that I'm doing. I don't get distracted from it, so you know, I'm quite happy doing this. I got to say that gives me some encouragement. Uh, you know, uh, I I love being in my house. Like I haven't left. Other than to go to the grocery store and shit like that. But like, man, it's such a relief. It's great. And um, I've decided that it's okay to not want to be around other folks. But there's a difference, right? Between like isolating and not being around people. There's a massive difference between being a hermit and and not wanting to be surrounded by the hustle and bustle of everybody. I, I, you know, we're, we're yeah. quite happy. We're, we're quite happy in this family unit that we've got here. We don't need, you know, we, we can't have everybody coming around, but, you know, it, we don't want everybody coming around. We're, we're quite happy for our own privacy. We're quite happy just to just to live our own lives. And, you know, my days of being the centre of attention and having all my friends and partying, uh, they're long gone. I'm just, maybe I'm just getting to that age. I don't know if, maybe uh, you're in your deep water. Maybe I'm. Maybe I am. I'm glad you said that rather than my midlife crisis. No, it's definitely your deep water. You're definitely back in your deep water. (laughs) Good stuff. Did you have something else, Dan? No, I was just gonna say I feel like I had my midlife crisis a couple years ago, so I can relate. (laughs) That's good. You know the ways that we return to that deep water are are ways. It's just how can I get love into whatever's going on? How can I get surrender into this situation or relationship? It goes back to that simple little statement of what can I do for you instead of what can you do for me? It gets that one little statement for me covers everything, everything. If I just learned to do that and left everything else out, then then I would be, I mean, it would just flow like it, you know, 
like it needs to flow, I'll be full of peace and joy because that comes from doing the will of God in my life is the way I see it. It's a fruit of me making love a priority in my life. Is that not what this path is? Is a path of love? How's things with you? Update from last week, everything Cadillacing along? Who are you talking to? You. Me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. Things are plugging I'm looking at you. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh. I'm looking right at you. Yeah. I yeah what else am I supposed to do? Zoom, man. <laughs> I do miss humans. I do miss humans. I don't miss being in crowds at all, but I do miss humans. Close friends. Hopefully we'll be through this uh, soon. And we'll all be back to probably another year. Uh, I think it'll be less. I'm hoping it'll be less. Tina, do you have anything, dear? No, thank you. It's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, cool. Just from what you know, I've been listening to, and and how are you doing? That's the, how are you doing? That's most important. Is how are you doing? Doing better. Thank you. Yes, I was so I much better. It was a. Uh, Oh, it was, it was a tough one. Uh, I had it the toughest and um, 10 of us got COVID um, from being together in my family's house. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe how could, I mean, it just all of us. So, and so it was varying degrees of it, but um I'm so grateful to be on the other side. Good. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Anyways, sorry to interrupt. I was very concerned. Mm, thank you. You did interrupt, You know, the one thing I, the only thing I was thinking of whenever it, we're talking about sinking into the deep shadow of non-action, <clears throat> and then talking about what can I do, what can I do for others. That kind of slips me up a little bit uh, because, you know, we're, if we're supposed to be doing non-action, okay. I'm a literal person, you know, and I kept, I mean, I understand that the way of the Tao is to just be, um, and I know in AA or, you know, the My Recovery Program, that's how I do it like that's how I feel like but I don't know if the two are matching up in a lot of the writings yeah maybe we can rephrase it Tina what if we rephrased it rather than it sounding like we're making this effort to help if we phrased it and this is the way it really happens for me is I just make myself available to help right yeah and, and I if see I make myself available, it happens. Open, being open. Yes. And without an agenda, without right. an agenda of specific. Yeah. yeah. I don't give, so I got to help somebody. Who can I help? And you run around looking for something to do. No, it's not that at all. It's just, okay, I'm available. It's that same thing that uh, um, actually Old Testament when Moses, uh, the burning bush, when Moses saw the burning bush, uh, the word he said for that was, I'm available. I'm here. 
And it's the same kind of thing in my thinking. And that's what I use in my meditation a lot is just that idea that, okay, I'm here, I'm available. Not that I have to make anything happen. And then I just stumble over things. It's like things get in my way to do. I don't have to put forth any effort. There's no effort or no action involved in my helping ever. It just happens. It just, I just stumble over it. Uh, it, it for me, it's the most apparent non-action that I can see is this, uh, is when I help or, or with everything. It starts to come about with other things too, with business and all kinds of things. I just stumble over. Um, I'll give you a really good example. Um, I'm, I was writing, I'm writing a, a book and I didn't know the next step to take. I'd edited and done all the stuff. And I was like, hmm, I just don't know what to do next. And uh, our meeting, our night meeting, uh, there had been, uh, we'd been posting it in Facebook in different groups and it had gotten behind on the posting. And instead of insisting someone do it and do, uh, I just, I'll just take care of it. It's no big deal. So I just went in and posted it. Not anything. A lady responded to the post that I got to know because I did the posting and she had, she was a, uh, she had recently published a book and she had someone that helped her with her book that I'm putting on retainer today. That's helping me with mine that will help me with all these other steps I need. I didn't have to go out and pursue or hunt someone down. I was just helping with something else. And these people, I just stumbled over these people. Things like that, the coincidences that are just too big to be coincidences just happen when I'm just available. That's the kind of thing uh, I think Tina is the, uh, the non-action. It's the effortless effort. It's still effort. It's not... Uh, no effort. It is effort, but it's in a, uh, an effortless way, a way without agenda, a way without aggression, a way without concern and worry. It's, you know, it's just natural. It's what's natural. What does the fish do? It naturally does what it's there to do. I think for us, it's the same way that uh, when we're in this flow of the Tao, it's our nature to love people. It's our nature to be. It makes me happy when I'm able to do for someone more, much more so than any self selfish action I've ever taken. Yeah, that makes that, that, that clears it up. Your story um, helped clear it up or at least I get hung up because that's one of my character defects or my expectations Mm -hmm. uh, and my will forcing my will on other people and other things disguised as thy will or the you know like I'll say oh no this is what I'm going to do it's all it's 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 a good deed well if I'm doing it with expectations or if I'm doing it because I want to manipulate a situation you know that might not be my immediate intention but deep down that's where I find I stumble so for me yeah that would you know, make me think, wait a second, because that's where I would fall into my, my issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, the way you just said it is much more clear. Thank you. They said one reason we have such a hard time with that, with Wu Wei, the effortless effort that in English, we don't have the right words to uh, describe that. 
because that's not part of our vocabulary. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, thank you, Tina. Anything else near? Okay. You good? Good, good. Zach, you have something, sir? Uh, I just r- real quick. I don't want to drag it out if we, you know, if we're done. But I, I, w- I wonder if another word you could use is just surrender. Um, the when it talks about a man being born into Tao, it says sinks into the deep shadow. The deep shadow being the place you want to get to. You get there by sinking. Sinking is an action of. You, you, you know what I mean? You're not kicking and screaming and pushing and fighting. You're you're oh, just good. sinking. You've just that's good, Zach. I thought you about just that. let go yeah. and you sink. Yeah. I think real, personally, hey, that's real good. There are some there are some people that oh thanks. <laughs> there there are some people that can get in a swimming pool and float. I'm not one of those people. I get in a swimming pool, lay in my back, I go straight to the bottom. I don't have to do anything. I just go straight to the bottom. So it's about that's how thinking works. Yeah, that's good because, yeah, that's about letting go and surrender, isn't it? Back to letting go again. Hmm. Thank you, Zach. It it certainly takes way less energy to just be. I'm all about working smarter, not harder. Yeah, but isn't it? But it's more difficult, though, Amy, because we have to let go. Yes. You have to shed a lot of things to get to yes. that baseline. Let go or get dragged. That's our choices. Okay. <laughs> Anything else, guys? That's some good con- good conversation today. Thank you. Yeah. If I don't talk to you guys, have a fantastic week. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.